1: The Holistic Paradigm. How the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness. How emotions are directly related to physical illness. And how to read your own body like a book. The most effective medicine is to invest in wellness and live a holistic lifestyle. This is Dr. Peter DeBett Live from Toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. DeBett.
2: And good afternoon. Welcome to our show, Doctor Peter DeVette Live, and uh, we are so happy to be with you, Yarns, on this uh, beautiful Friday, isn't it?
3: Uh, it amazing is gorgeous, weather, gorgeous.
2: And you're uh, in the studio with me at QHI Wellness is Susan Spence, my everyday co-host, uh, Miss Beautiful. She's uh, always uppity and ready to go, and you know, just uh, just an amazing example of what uh, what can be done. In terms of health improvement, you know, through her efforts, uh, <clears throat> she certainly inspires our patients here. So um, our subject for today is Nasal Allergies and Sinus Diseases, kind of, you know, just a real simple title. But this is a good time of year, a great time to talk about this subject, don't you think?
3: It is. It is. As a matter of fact, you were kind of sniffly last week. Is that better?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what really inspired me to do this program. It's like, damn, you know, I'm not supposed to get sick. You know, I'm trying to be a, a great example <clears throat> to my patients. But, uh, you know, sometimes I let th- things sneak up on me. And I woke up last week with uh, just severe sinus symptoms almost overnight. I mean, I, literally overnight, you know, and woke up one morning uh, stuffy sinuses, you know, uh, crud coming out, you know, soon after, you know, a day or two later.
3: Do you think you had a uh, cold? Could you tell?
2: Well, I think it it turned into a little bit of an infection. But actually, now looking back, um, and we'll discuss this, I actually was clearing something, you know, so so ended up with less infection after all of this, you know, was said and done than before. And mm-hmm. now... I'm also carrying some stuff out of my chest, you know, so again, you know, we teach this in our clinic to every patient that comes through, that there's more to illness than than meets the eye, that every illness is a biological solution, and if you have an allergy or you have an infection, it's not just because you got unlucky, you know, you didn't hit the the booby prize jackpot, you know, you just, um, you know, there's absolute meaning and purpose in every affliction, every symptom, uh, every disease, and when we understand exactly why the body is doing what it does, then we can flip that switch very much more rapidly, and we can get out of trouble much more quickly, and, and we can get the meaning from our afflictions instead of, um, you know, just suffering from them and, and making it worse. And uh, Susan, how do we make disease worse? What is it that we do in Western medicine all the time <clears throat> to make things worse instead of better?
3: Um, do we do not get to the root cause of what the real problem is? Yeah, we
2: treat the symptoms. And when you treat the symptom and not the cause, you're shooting the messenger. And when you shoot the messenger, the bad news doesn't go away. It just goes underground. And then it pops up as more and more other diseases and more and more suppression of the actual defense mechanisms that your body uses to protect itself.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: By the way, while we're talking about causes of disease, um, we are doing a seminar. I hope you'll be able to be there, Susan. But uh, on April 25th, uh, Friday night from 6 to 9 PM, we're doing a workshop on, uh, and it's called Introduction to Recall Healing. Uh, the secrets of disease—the secrets that uh, <clears throat> behind diseases, the secrets behind diseases. So that seminar, we're going to go through, you know, the causal aspects, you know, exactly why we get sick and why we get the very <coughs> specific diseases that we do, and each uh, you know specific pathway. We're going to give you at least some examples. That night, we certainly cannot go through all of the systems and all of the diseases in a three-hour seminar, but you will, um, you know, if you come to that seminar, you will go through that and be a whole lot smarter, uh, coming out, you know, and also a lot more inspired, you know, to walk a little bit of a different path.
3: It's some pretty fascinating stuff. I mean, everybody buys into the fact that if a man loses his fame, fortune, or territory, he could have a heart attack. I mean, we have all, you know, everybody has seen that, but, um, there's some of the other things that just are not obvious. <laughs> yeah, are not, uh, they're not well known. Yeah, and and the thing
2: with uh, you know the stories behind the illnesses is that um, you know it is impossible f- for us, for most of us, to see uh, what is under the surface behind the scenes because it lurks in the subconscious. You know, sometimes it's easier for other people to see what you are carrying than it is for you uh, to see your own stuff. Um, and again, that's, that's part of what we're going to be explaining in that workshop. It's also explained in my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health. And uh, that book is, um, there's a couple of chapters, about 62 pages, that explains disease, you know, from a causal perspective, you know, exactly what, what happens in the emotional, mental realm uh, to pro- program for each specific illness. So Susan, you know, why... Why do we get allergies, you know, this time of year? Well, you know, we're going to go through all the obvious reasons, the cofactors we're going to discuss, you know, the the obvious pollens and, you know, uh, mold spores and, you know, um, weed spores and everything else. We're also going to be uh, talking about (coughs) the the treatments, you know, healthy health-promoting treatments Mm -hmm. that – You can address your symptoms with, we're going to talk about other conditions that are often associated with allergies and that are almost always or very often misdiagnosed. You know, so uh, one of the big ones is chronic sinusitis, and it's estimated that you're in East Texas, if you didn't know this, um, out there that 90% of East Texans have low-grade underlying chronic sinusitis. Oh, we most, see it
3: in most of our patients, and they're, yeah. they're, they're like my children. They have lived that way all their life, they don't even know. I say, son, what's wrong with you? Why are you sniffling and clearing your throat? Like, I don't know. I always do. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I lived like that for a long time. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just uh, always cleared my throat, always had congested sinuses, always had a, Post-nasal little of, drip. Yeah, a little puffiness under the eyes, and thought nothing about it. You know, until uh, I started learning about the underlying causes of allergies, you know, I had seasonal allergies, so every season, you know, I <clears throat> especially springtime, you know, I, I would regularly get sick with allergies, and sometimes it would turn into <clears throat> bronchitis or sinusitis, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes in, in the fall, though, fall is not as bad for me <clears throat> as it is for a lot of other people, and, and, and so this is going to be an interesting question to ask uh, all of you out there, why do we get allergies at a certain time of year? Why, why doesn't everybody have, have it at the same time? Why do some people have it in the middle of the winter, you know, uh, without an exp- explanation? Why, why do some have it in the middle of the summer? You know, why, why, some, why do some start in February and others in March and uh, some in April? Um, you know, these are fascinating questions. And then you go, If you go back into somebody's history, you'll often find that it's a repetitive cycle. You know, that every year at a certain time, you know, they they get sick. Of course, we correlate that with certain pollens. We say, okay, well, you know, if it's uh, ragweed, then that that obviously means they're going to have symptoms in August, or if they have symptoms in August or September, then it means that they probably have ragweed allergies. On the other hand, if their symptoms occur during the winter, we (laughs) usually say, well, that must be fungal spores. Um, Or, you know, it can be dust mite in their bedrooms, you know, because... um, you know, there's, um, you know, they spend maybe more time in bed or some like that. You know, uh, sniffing more of the, you know, the, the excrement from dust mite at night or, or who knows. So, but uh, but that that question, the answer to that question is going to enlighten you out there as to exactly, you know, what uh, what the courses are. I just want to keep track of the time there, but uh, Susan. You know, when we look at the incidence of allergies, you know, I had a hard time finding out exactly what the number is in the entire U.S., but what is your guess? I mean, if you had to say the percentage of people that have nasal allergies would be what?
3: The people who are aware that they have it, I would say at one time or the other during the year, probably 40% plus have it. To a, to a point where they say, I need to go get something for this. You yeah. know?
2: And, you know, as we already discussed, just here in East Texas, the incidence of chronic sinusitis is about 90%. So if you do detailed questionnaires and, and, you know, ask people, you'll probably find that over 90% have allergies. You know, probably right there at 90% at least have some symptoms. They may not, you know, think it's significant. They may not take anything for it. But if you ask them, you know, and this are, these are key questions. So it's like, do you sneeze? Mm-hmm. Ever Well, you know, we all sneeze sometimes. Do you sneeze more than once in a row? Do you go, you know, <laughs> Like
3: three or four times, or three yeah. Three or four? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yep, then you have allergies. You have allergic rhinitis by definition. You know, do you get stuffy? You know, do you get little congestion at times? Do you have post-nasal drip You know, do you have puffiness under, under the eyes?
3: Or circles do, under the eyes, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Does your nose itch? You know, do you sometimes have to go, you know, Give the allergy salute. Do you know what the allergy salute is?
3: Rubbing your nose? Yeah. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) Well, I've had this on my list of things to look up, and I think I did it one time, and I forgot. But why are most people have edema in their tongue, and they're kind of scalloped where their teeth are?
2: We're going to go to a break. (laughs) so so sorry to interrupt you. We're going to talk about tongues, and we're going to talk about signs in the nose and back of the throat, and we're going to talk about treatments, and we're going to talk about causes. So if you're enjoying the conversation about allergies and sinusitis, then uh, we will be right back. But for those of you that want more information on our clear sinus package, go to uh, shopqhi.com, Q-H-I, Shop shopqhi.com. You can also call us at 903 We'll be right back after this message.
1: Dr. Peter Devlin live. Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on TogTogNet.com.
4: Hi, I'm Gail Rubin, host and author of Good Goodbye: Funeral Planning for Those Who Don't Plan to Die. As the doyen of death, I'm all about getting the funeral planning conversation started woman who's considered senior in a group and knows a lot about a particular subject. And that would be me when it comes to the party no one wants to plan, a funeral or memorial service. By thinking about what you would want in your funeral and having that conversation before there's a death or illness, you can reduce stress at a time of grief, minimize family conflict, save money, and create a meaningful, memorable, good good what this program is all about just as talking about sex won't make you pregnant talking about funerals won't make you dead and your family will benefit from the conversation so join the conversation and have a discussion with me on rockstar radio network every wednesday
1: every wednesday at 5 p.m central on the rockstar radio network
4: big vision. Now
1: it's time for you to make it happen. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Togenet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Togenet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. And we're back. So,
2: Dr. Peter DeVette live. is what you're listening to. Me and uh, Susan Spence here in the studio. You're at QHI Wellness in uh, <clears throat> East Texas where we combine the very best of natural medicines with the essentials of conventional medicine for a healthier you. So our motto is if you want to heal a disease, then discover and clear the root of it. Otherwise... You're going to be chasing your tail. And we also say here that the most cost-effective medicine is getting healthy. Susan, a lot of people think, well, you know, we're different. We're a different clinic. You know, when people come here, uh, insurance doesn't cover things like in other clinics. Uh, you know, it takes a little bit of an investment to get to the source of your health challenge or challenges. Um and most people are not used to making investments in themselves, you know so um, this is part of what we do is to re educate you to understand that your destiny is in your in your hands you know that if you don't wake up to what is happening in this country and if everyone and doesn't start if more and more people don't start becoming proactive in you know taking charge of the health. We are in deep doo-doo, and we are in deep doo-doo. We, we
3: are. You know, it, it really <laughs> smacked me in the face when, you know, we have a patient who had a, a gastric stapling, and they're having issues with nutrition and vitamin deficiencies. And, you know, it's really important to try to pinpoint all of that. And when we um, gave that to the insurance company, the insurance company wouldn't pay for it. Uh, that's just astounding to me that they don't want to know where this person stumbled to help them get back up because they, there's they so many pay for the that, th- no or, they would not pay for yeah. the labs yeah. for the nutritional workup mm-hmm. when they had a gastric procedure and can you can you believe that no. so so, no, that's so crazy they paid stupid. for his stapling yes they paid
2: for mutilation <laughs> but now that he's mutilated and he cannot absorb and you know properly process foods now they won't pay for the aftermath, you know, the complications and until he ends up in a hospital. Then then they'll pay. You know, so if he has a catastrophic meltdown which he was on the verge of, I mean when he came in here, uh he was kind of uh, like the walking dead. Well, um, you know, and uh you know, it's just extraordinary, you know, the callousness of our system, the arbitrariness of it and the fact that it has absolutely nothing to do with the healthcare system. People think we have a healthcare system? No. We have a disease management system. Mm-hmm. So we are very good at managing, uh, well, actually, not that good either. <laughs> uh, there, there are some good physicians, though, that do a really good job, you know, giving you the right drugs to keep your numbers in the right range. But keeping your numbers in the right range also has nothing to do with the effects of drugs you know, the the longevity statistics of hypertension, antihypertensives. You know, that uh, group of patients have been studied, you know, because now they're actually looking at whether it keeps people alive. You treat their blood pressure, the numbers go down, what does it do? And what we find out with a number of uh, antihypertensive categories is that it increases the risk and the rates of sudden death. Mm -hmm. Has absolutely no benefit as far as longevity. Uh, and now we're finding the same thing out about statin drugs, that the statin drugs, you know, um, decrease your risk of a heart attack. They decrease your risk of sudden death from a heart attack. But unfortunately, folks, they they don't tell you. And what they don't tell you is that it increases the risk of death from other causes, mm-hmm. you know, from accidents, from suicide, dementia? from dementia, from Cancer,
3: muscle breakdown, renal failure.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and and so forth. I mean, you know, uh, it impacts on your hormones. So when you have no hormones, you don't have uh, your normal lust for life. You know, there's a correlation between how people feel, you know, uh, in their bodies, and how long they live. You know, I treat a lot of people that you know have numbers that are not quite right, but they feel pretty good. You know, so then. The conventional system, you know, drugs them and they feel horrible. And then you, you know, expect them to be happy because their numbers are better. You know? have you ever made mm-hmm. sense of that, uh, no. Susan?
3: No. Um, and I saw a really good example of that uh, in a hospital. You can, you know, see these older people who have been given you know, Lasix and antihypertensive medicines and anti-sodium water salt medicines. And you look in their mouth and their tongue is as dry as a potato chip with actually the mucus just dried into like discrete pieces. You can see and their tongue is cracking, but you look up there and their blood pressure might be 119, you know, they're just totally dehydrated.
2: Yeah. And, 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 and the numbers are good, but you know, so is like, you know <laughs> that the physician uh, or healthcare providers, you know, almost never pick up on that because they're not trained to really figure out why somebody's ill. They just uh, they they're programmed and trained and and indoctrinated to treat the symptom. You know, if the blood pressure is good, then they call it a success. You know, if the cholesterol number is better, then they call it a success. If you feel like dog poop, no problem. You know, sorry. You know, you're, it's probably because you're getting old or, you know, you're just stressed or something like that. But
3: I actually had to intubate one patient that had so much dried debris in their mouth that they couldn't swallow, couldn't breathe. And I actually pulled it out with forceps to put a breathing tube in them. And after I did it, I realized that that was the reason why they couldn't breathe. It's all the dried up mouth secretions. Uh, oh my <laughs> Isn't that horrible?
2: Yeah, that's called dehydration. Yeah, and that's and that's uh, horrible. <laughs> and, you know, uh, uh, even slight dehydration, as little as two percent, dehydration uh, it decreases your energy production by a huge amount. You know, I can't remember the exact statistics, but I think a two percent dehydration reduces your energy by ten or fifteen percent. You mm. know, so it doesn't take much at all to pull your plug and make make it very hard to function. So, of course, we're talking about allergies. <clears throat> so, Susan, um, you know, when you look at somebody. How do you know they have allergies?
0: What, uh, what are
2: the physical symptoms? What are the physical signs of of nasal allergies? Because, you know, surprisingly, a lot of people don't know uh-huh. that they have allergies.
3: So well, there's a whole range. It can be from something, you know, just mild like, you know, sneezes, a post-nasal drip where you have to kind of hack or clear your throat, uh, runny nose, uh, congested nose, um, fatigue, asthma, uh, headaches. Uh, Inflamed eyes, throats that burn, uh, scratchy, and uh, it's usually caused by a a release of a lot of substances that are known to be inflammatory, like uh, histamine, which most people have heard of, uh, leukotrienes, and and prostaglandins.
2: So the and uh, when we talk about that symptoms, that's that's you know that's very accurate list. And uh, Susan mentioned some things there that has nothing to do, we, we would normally not think it has anything to do, do with the nose, but it has. So, for instance, asthma. When you have allergies, allergic rhinitis, very much higher risk of asthma, and vice versa. Uh, you know, So, mm-hmm. if you treat the asthma without treating the nose, you, you're not going to get better. You have to treat the nose to get the lungs better because it's part of the same. A huge tube that runs from the nose down into your lungs.
3: Now that you say that, I've read a, a lot of uh, studying in alternative medicine that even if the lining of your gut is inflamed, that all of that is the, um, I forget the uh, the antibody, the IgA antibody mediated so you can have an inflamed gut and still have ear infections, uh, sinus problems because it's all part of the same tube.
2: Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's amazing. And that makes sense, too, because there's a connection between food sensitivities on the one hand and allergies on the other hand. So, for instance, if you have allergic rhinitis, we think, oh, that must be pollen and that must be you know, mold spores or whatever. But uh, almost, I mean, in, inevitably, when you look at food sensitivities, you're going to find that those people have a lot of food sensitivities. Mm-hmm. And they tie together. Mm -hmm. So the more uh, exposure you have to allergens of any kind, whether they're coming through the air, through your skin, or through your gut, the more it makes the whole system more allergenic. Mm -hmm. And it also predisposes you to something else that's very common, and that's immune suppression, and eventually uh, changes in the immune system, corruption of the immune system, and even autoimmunity. So that's a whole other story. We're not going to get into... Autoimmunity today, uh, but uh, you know we might touch on that when we talk about the nose and what can make the nose worse, or the what we call the differential diagnosis uh, of allergies. So, how how do you work up uh, uh, allergies? What what uh, what's, what does a workup look like?
3: A workup looks like you, uh, well, of course you examine them, uh, look at their eyes and ears and their. Uh, their eardrums and nose and throat and tongue and what that do you tongue see? question again.
2: Yeah, what, what do you see in their noses and and throats and tongue? Because um, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, we've already figured that that is pretty common. But what do you normally see?
3: Uh, swollen, kind of uh, boggy looking. Sometimes you with severe severe allergies, you can actually see a nasal polyp, and that would be something like a little grape on a stem, and it 's your body's uh, attempt to just say no, 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 i don 't want anything else to come in here
2: <laughs> yeah, you can have a whole nose full of grapes you know <laughs> <So> <laughs> one one ugly. Polyp. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and you you you'll see sometimes a blue discoloration or sometimes a pale discoloration, so it 's not always red and inflamed you know so Interestingly enough when you have severe allergies oftentimes you'll see you know that blue discoloration oftentimes you'll see a post nasal drip when you look in the back of the throat tongue swollen you, we, we talked about that during the break you'll see scalloping of the tongue where the tongue lays against the teeth and a little dense that form you know <clears throat> that's another sign so you may have stuff in the lungs so you may have wheezing if the patient has a little bit of an asthma component too um, you know you'll see stuffiness and when the, when you have the patient breathe through either either side of the nose you'll see that uh, they either blocked or you know, you know or l- at least uh, have less airflow so we're going to go to a break real quickly again go to shopqhi.com shopqhi.com get a copy of heal thyself my book on everything uh, health related uh, you can also go to shopqhi.com and look at our clear sinus package. For those of you suffering, struggling with allergies, sinus problems, look that up. It also gives you instructions on how to do a neti pot flush sinuses, out of your sinuses And call us 903-939-2069. 903-939-2069. We'll be right back after this break.
1: Give me the news, I got to This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of
0: others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on Toginet.com. Boost your life force and enhance your health today with Life Force Naturals.
1: Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Togenet.com He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness Let's get back to the show It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Togenet.com here again is your host, Dr. Peter Debat,
2: And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live, again with me and Susan uh, here at the studio at QHI Wellness. QHI stands for Quantum Healing Institute uh, Wellness. You're in Tyler, Texas, 90 miles east of Dallas, 90 miles west of Shreveport, um, just off I-20. So it's <clears> a <throat> so hop, skip, and a jump. For most of you out there, of course, I'm being a little flippant about distances, but, you know, we practice the very best of natural medicine with the essentials of conventional medicine for a healthier you, for those that are burning to figure out why you're ill, why you have what you have. It doesn't matter what you have. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter the label, you know. Susan, we're not scared of labels. You know, we have patients with every... Uh, imaginable disease or label that comes to us because we go beyond the label. We go underneath, under the surface. We figure out the story behind the disease. We figure out the cofactors that contribute to the disease. And then we figure out how to get you from point A to, to B, you know, in conjunction with other physicians that you might be working with, sometimes without them. If you choose, if you decide, that you are absolutely not a candidate or refuse to get uh, conventional uh, therapy. You know, we always uh, teach people both sides of the fence. We give them both options uh, under all circumstances. (laughs) But uh, Susan, more and more people are voting with their feet. And a lot of them are going away from conventional medicine. You know, one of the reasons why we... Do what we do is because we want to give people the the benefit of conventional medical diagnostics so that they can you know if if they're really f- fearful about what is happening with their health that they can get in the know of exactly what's going on and that's conventional medicine's greatest strength you know conventional medicine also has great strength in treating acute illnesses but not in treating chronic illnesses that's where conventional medicine falls woefully way way short and where it gets people in more and more trouble one example is allergies what do we do in conventional medicine for allergies you know
3: um we give uh, antihistamines Uh uh-huh decongestants mast cell stabilizers cortisone um
2: immune suppression drugs yeah yeah, if it's really bad. Uh,
3: sometimes people just give antibiotics just for the heck of it, you know. Yep, yeah, <laughs> yep,
2: yeah, yeah. overuse of antibiotics. So if you think about each one of those, what do, do they do? Well, they treat a symptom. What happens when you treat that symptom? Well, in my book, Heal Thyself, there's a, a chapter called The Anatomy of an Illness. When you treat a symptom, you take a nose that's trying to clear itself by creating a runny nose you know, of the toxins or the pollens or the offending chemicals, and you cut off that mechanism, what have you just done? You have just guaranteed that those same chemicals and offending agents are going to cause more swelling and inflammation. So guess what? You've just guaranteed that patient a bout of inflammation, and, you know, so you've increased their risk of sinus infection Mm -hmm. dramatically. You've increased their risk of bronchitis, significantly, yeah. and tonsillitis, and, you know, and poor, you know, um, and actually more likely of swelling to of the mucous membranes. Now, you give them an antihistamine to treat the inflammation. What have you just done? You have, you know, guaranteed okay. them thickening of their mucus. They
3: can't wash out the yeah. offending substance. <laughs> they can't
2: wash it out. It's too thick. You have just uh, increased their risk of infection. By giving the antihistamine, instead of decreasing, you've actually increased the risk because you're diminishing and paralyzing a key defense mechanism called inflammation. The body's trying to heal itself, and what do we do in conventional medicine? We always get in the way. Then you get swelling. Now you get to congestion. What do we do next? We give you nasal steroid sprays, or we give you mast cell inhibitors, or we start giving you immunosuppressant drugs. So what have we just guaranteed? Well, we've just guaranteed that you're going to go right to what we call you're going to cross the biological division line. You're going to go into degeneration. Now your nose creates little pockets you know, to um, you know, uh, diminish the impact of those toxins, and it starts making polyps. So now you have
3: polyps. You know?
2: So what do we do for that? You
3: Also, don't forget that uh, nasty uh, fungal infection.
2: Yeah, that's right. Thank, thank you for reminding me. So you know you get those steroids in, and what have you just just done? One hundred percent incidence in one study. One hundred percent incidence of chronic fungal infections in the sinuses when they took biopsies of people's sinuses after seven days, less seven days or less of fungal. Uh, sorry, of uh, steroid nasal sprays.
3: I use that stuff for about. Fifteen years old. So well I guess
2: uh, I guess we know what you had. You
3: know, uh, well I, I, I had to put everything else with it and I just still did. It's like this is not working. I'm doing doing everything, but it's not working.
2: But it's 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 a travesty. Yeah, you know, most people have no clue. They they've just guaranteed themselves, you know, a chronic uh fungal sinus infection. And it's so chronic and low grade that you don't realize you're infected. You have pu- you know puffiness under the eyes. You got swelling of the tongue, swelling of the nasal mucous membranes. You can't breathe properly at night. I
3: feel bad. You might, can't sleep good because you can't, sleep, can't uh, breathe good. You
2: know, uh, you know. You may even develop sleep apnea. May have no clue that there's a, a connection between what your treatment previously you know and that condition and so forth. You know. So you look at that and then uh, Susan, what what's next after the polyps come? Guess what? You've just guaranteed yourself a trip to the OR. Now they're going to cut on you. They're going to cut holes in your sinuses. They're going to strip the sinuses of the mucous membranes and let some new mucous membrane grow back in there. And what next? Well, the next thing is degeneration. Now you have a nose that doesn't work anymore. You have a mucous membrane that's not mucous membrane anymore. Now it looks like skin inside your nose that it doesn't heat the 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 air doesn't clean the humidify. air and filter it and humidify it like it should. So now you're guaranteeing somebody lung disease, lung infections, bronchitis, and, and other lung conditions. And what's next? The next step is cancer. Yes. So, you know, we call that de-differentiation phase. Again, read that chapter on anatomy of an illness. So what's the other route? If that's the wrong route, or excuse me, or the route of more misery and guaranteed disease— What's the other route? The other route is, you know. The better route? The better route. Are you asking?
3: Me yeah. What's the better route? Um, there are a lot of things you can do to, to assist your body in um, cleaning out, this cleaning out process. Yeah.
2: So, you know, instead of defeating your defense mechanisms, help them. Help them. How about that? So, you know, start with something simple like rinsing your sinuses. If you have allergies, you know, just like you wash your hands every day, and you wash your face every day maybe hopefully more than once a day on the, on the hand washing <laughs> hopefully every time you go to the bathroom but you know just like that we should be rinsing out our sinuses uh with a good sinus rinse you know and and there's a way to make it you know if you go to our website shopqhi.com and you go to the clear sinus package we've actually got the whole protocol right on that package uh and there's a you know a couple of other options on that package that you can get um, including something called Dehist. It's a supplement combination uh, of herbs that help to strengthen and you know uh, fortify your mucous membranes so that they work better. And there's something called uh, Argentin. Argentin is a colloidal silver nasal spray uh, because of what we said earlier, there's almost uh, invariably a chronic sinus infection go on, going on with, with very, virtually every allergy. And then there's a spray called Sinus Sin Spray. And Sinus Sin is basically an, uh, a spray for chronic sinusitis, but it also helps for allergy. Um, so we'll talk about some alternatives there. But that's just, uh, you know, where you can go to get that sinus rinse. Susan, in that sinus rinse, there's some tinctures that you can put in to, you know, for, for specific purposes to help your nose feel better. Can you, can you list those? Do you know?
3: Uh, you just mentioned the Argentine, which is uh, silver. Uh-huh. Um, uh, cystine, which helps to, um, you can take that by mouth or you can inhale it as a nebulizer, that which helps right. to yeah, loosen uh, secretions. Uh, you can breathe uh, a eucalyptus that's nebulized. You can eat hot peppers and mustard to wash out uh, congestion also. if You mm. you can make the nose run even more. <laughs>
2: you just don't want to put that in your rinse. <laughs> oh, no, no,
3: no. Oh, my.
2: <laughs> you, you might be crying. I'm, I'm trying to yeah. fit
3: too much into this paragraph.
2: <laughs> but there's, there's something else that um, you know, tea tree oil is great for antimic- as a antimicrobial, especially for bacterial and for fungal infections. Uh, Poda Arco, you can also add in, you know, into the rinse, and you can also you you mentioned the colloidal silver, so you can add that in, and then uh, there's grape seed extract that helps to stabilize them. It's almost like an antihistamine. and you can even put walnut, black walnut extract, for parasites.
3: Mm-hmm. So you
2: know, so you know, two or three drops because there's often parasites that find their way into the sinuses too.
3: I was reading an article in grapeseed extract is as potent. They did a sensitivity as nystatin in killing fungus.
2: Wow! Yes. So that's what you need then, uh, <laughs> Grapeseed extract, for if you if you think you might have a chronic fungal infection. And we, as we said, you know, if you've taken uh, steroid nasal sprays or even worse systemic steroids, you know, like people go for that uh, that steroid shot every season. Yeah, you know, they get sick. Mm-hmm. They go for the steroid
3: shot. I used to get those too. You know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that that guarantees, and one more guarantee that you are going to have chronic fungal infection. Not just that, but you're probably going to have have adrenal weakness and bone out adrenals because w- when you get that steroid shot, you feel great. You know, you go home, oh, wow, 24 hours later, you can breathe. You know, you think, you know. Oh, you the, could
3: mop and sweep the world. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you think the the doctor that just gave you that shot is the bee's knees. But then you don't realize two weeks later when it's all worn off and you're tired again and, and uh, actually worse and your sinuses are, are you know, kind of uh, getting worse again, that there's a problem. So, again, for more information on uh, our show and, you know, especially on the, the protocols that we use, clear sinus package on shop QHI, QHI stands for com or call, call us at 903 939-2069 you can also go to qhiwellness.com, that's where you'll find more information on, on our clinic here in East Texas and um, my books, Heal Thyself and Bringing Sexy Back you'll also find there, when we come back we're going to talk about more treatments and we're going to talk about the programs behind your diseases, especially uh, allergies and sinusitis. We'll be right back after this break.
1: doctor, the news, I got This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these
0: on toginet.com tired of achy joints inhibiting your ability to get around exercise or even enjoy your life swelling, stiffness, inflammation, and pain today with the Vet Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula. Get your supply of Comprehensive Joint Formula today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735 or go online to shophealthybody.com. Are you frustrated with the health of your digestive tract? Tired of heartburn and reflux symptoms? Sluggish or missing gallbladder? Gas, bloating, or irritable bowel syndromes? If you feel your ability to digest food is not quite up to snuff, then try out Devet Wellness Digestive Optimizer Formula. Digestive Optimizer Formula is packed full of digestive enzymes, ox bile, and acid precursors to help you digest carbs, fat, and protein. If your stomach feels too acidic for step one, then do step two first. Step two is a product called Glutagenics, which contains aloe, licorice root, and L-glutamine. Take charge of your digestive health today. Call 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or shop online at Shop Healthy Body.
2: And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter Live. Again, uh, you're in the studio at QHI Wellness here in East Texas where we practice the best of natural medicine with the essentials of conventional medicine for a healthier you. Again, remember, the most cost-effective medicine is getting healthy. So if you think you cannot afford us, think again. You may uh, <clears throat> want to think of it in a totally different light. You may, maybe you can't not afford us. Uh, because we will help you, you know, no matter where you are in this country or worldwide. And we have patients uh, literally from around the globe that at times uh, connect with us. And that we, uh, and we, we actually work with people uh, around the globe, you know, usually after they come for a visit. Uh, and then that gives us an opportunity to continue further uh, life coaching with you. We literally do life coaching. And that uh, as part of my work that I do you know to ensure that my patients or those and that i 'm you know have the uh, the opportunity to work with you know the privilege to work with that we continue supporting them in their mission to massively turn around their health and um, you know, Susan, education is a huge uh, critical part of of healing, and here when it comes to sinusitis again, you know we're talking to you today about the causes, the contributing factors, and you know the symptoms. But you know we want to make sure that you understand best treatments. You know, so how do you go about reversing, uh, you know, uh, sinus disease? And we can talk about those things on the physical level: the herbs, the vitamins, the minerals. You know, uh, we, we mentioned. Uh, some good combinations. But Susan, the things that are in the supplements, like the dehist. The dehist hist is hugely popular among our patients because it's so effective. It's like anti-histamine. That's why it's called D-Hist.
3: That is great. I've used it. Mm-hmm.
2: And you you do a, a loading dose three twice a day for five days, and you take two a day after that, and most people get great results. That's got quercetin in it. Um, it's got uh, stein nettle in it. It has got vitamin C in it, and, and there's a few other things too that comes in it. But those are the mainstay, um, you know, the, the mainstay ingredients of that particular supplement. It's also has NAC,
3: oh, oh it is? it does, okay. okay. you
2: know. And then uh, there's another combination that we use very that's very popular, and that's, that is called cynatrol That's also a capsule. It, it's as yellow as can be. Uh, it does have cur- curcumin in it. Or, or turmeric, uh, but it also has a whole bunch of, um, you know, other <clears throat> herbs that help to strengthen the immune system, help to fight infection. So, so Sinotrol is a little bit more for those that are pretty convinced that they have a, a little sinus infection, and can actually be used in conjunction with dehist if you if you feel like you're really bad.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And then there's uh, mm-hmm. sinus, Sinusin is the nasal spray, homeopathic. Uh, that we use for chronic sinusitis and allergies. Um, if you're absolutely convinced that you only have allergies and not a sinus infection component, you can use something called luffeel, L-U-F-F-E-E-L, um, in conjunction with a good nasal rinse. That might be all you need. You might not need anything else, uh, you know, if you, if you have that. There's, um, and we also have, you know, a homeopathic called Allergy, and a homeopathic called sinus allergy is for those convinced they have allergies and sinus for those that are convinced that they have a little bit of an infection uh, component uh susan everyday steps you know other than what you do to your nose itself what other things that you do to your gut you do to your system will also help you with allergies
3: um are you talking about environmental things that you can do no, oh, no. Uh, increase. Uh, oh, you can increase your fluids. Uh, increase fluids to uh-huh. help. Uh, we kind of talked around that, uh, but you increase fluids to help um, keep everything moist and moving and, and flowing.
2: And what what kind of fluids, by the way?
3: Uh, I would do. Coke, uh, no, water. Coffee. Water. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, uh, if you get allergy problems, it's even advocated that you decrease. Starches and sugars, and go on an anti-inflammatory diet because you have to use a lot of B vitamins, and B vitamins are really important when your body's under stress. You have to use up your B vitamins to process useless stuff like cokes and potato chips and French fries, and then you don't have enough left to get well on.
2: And uh, and there's a, f- uh, a form of water that I love, <coughs> both me and Susan love, um, and so many of our patients, and that's alkaline water. You know, if you alkalinize your body when you have uh, allergies you are absolutely one hundred percent guaranteed of being too acidic so your body gets too acidic um, you know that that's the environment where allergies and infection really take hold so part of the the solution is to alkalinize at least lightly 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 you don't want to overdo alkalinization either Mm -hmm. sometimes people think more is better not so (laughs) <laughs> you can get very sick if you over alkalize, but a a pH, a water pH of about eight point five to nine, and that's probably good, uh, good enough. You can actually get bottled water with that in, but you're going to spend a lot of money,
3: a whole lot of money, a uh,
2: fortune. You know, <clears throat> getting that water because that's Do expensive. You water.
3: know, even Doctor Oz sells bottled alkaline water. That's yeah. right. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's called. Um, oh. It? Uh, uh,
3: I, think, I can't. I can't remember. I did have a bottle of it. <clears throat> I can't remember. Um, I think it's O water. Is that correct? No, it's no?
2: it's not O water. It's um, it's uh, goodness. I'll I'll think of it in a moment. Mm-hmm. I, I it's Evermore. Ever. E V A M O oh, R. Okay. Is Doctor Oz's, and then there's another one that's even higher pH, nine point five, and that's um, uh, it comes in a has a red label uh, on it. Uh, goodness, I always forget what that's called and. And so forth. So there's some good waters out there in good plastic bottles. Very expensive. So if you want to do yourself a favor, then get yourself an alkalizer. Uh And for more information, you know, we, you can call us at nine zero three nine three nine two zero six nine 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 three nine two zero six nine, and we'll get you to uh, uh, talk to Susan about it. And Susan will get that information to you right to your email, and uh, you know, she'll she'll be able to uh, you know take you through the process of getting a machine that's not going to cost you an arm and a, arm and a leg. Uh, you know, there's machines out there that are ridiculously expensive, and then there's uh, machines that are even better, that are much, much less expensive, and you can even get a, a simple jug, you know, to pour through, and that'll do the same thing uh, if you just can't afford to get a electrical, uh, you know, alkalinizer that you plug in the wall and connect up to your plumbing. So, uh, Susan, the other thing that's, that's real critical is, is you can make a, a, a rinse with that, too. You know, use a little bit of alkaline water uh, and then, you know, put your... Sorry, actually, um, actually, it's the opposite. You, you take a little bit of acid water and, you know, can make a rinse that uh, is very, very good at cutting uh, phlegm from the nose. And that's something else that I've learned. You just want to make sure it's not too strongly acidic, uh, but that, uh, that also is very soothing. To not just the nose, but the skin mm-hmm. yeah, so that that uh, acid water is also really good for skin conditions
3: yep correct uh, skin has a slightly they call it an acid mantle, an acid layer, yeah slightly acidic
2: yeah that's that's good, and also you know keep your windows closed and get yourself a hePA filter or an ionizer you know, so that uh, so that pollen falls out of the air. You know, onto your carpet, and then you you want to make sure you have a HEPA uh, rated vacuum cleaner. Otherwise, you just redistribute all of that stuff all over the house as you suck it <laughs> into the vacuum cleaner, and uh, you know share it with the, the rest of the household.
3: Something people downplay the importance of if you're really sensitive to pollens at this time of year. When you come in from outside, you know the ground is yellow, your car is yellow. Yellow is stuck to your shoes, it's in your hair, it's in your clothes. Just take off your shoes at the door, uh, your clothes and walk straight to the shower. Shower yourself, leave your clothes out there, and rinse out your nose with a saline solution. That is it seems so simple, but it's really effective. when I started doing that it really helped a lot.
2: And here's a big one. Yeah. Don't mow your own lawn. <laughs> yeah. Don't mow lawn.
3: Right,
2: right. Get somebody else to do it, and you might have to give them hazard pay because you know that is a noseful, as you all know. But you know, there's some people that do it for a living, and they probably have iron noses, and mm-hmm. they they somehow you know just get used to it. I think or something. But uh, that that used to be my undoing. You know, every time I how I did that,
3: really. My my children can't mow either. They they just go into fits of just their whole face swells up. <laughs> uh, be aware, too, about houseplants, uh, especially in the wintertime when you bring them all inside. You leave them sitting in a, a pot or a plate so they don't drip on the floor. And uh, debris, organic debris, washes down in the water and it sits there. And uh, a lot of times you'll get, you know, when you get near the plants, you can actually smell the mold if you're sensitive to mold.
2: Yeah. So, uh, so that's that's critical. Cool. Mold spores a huge problem. You know, certain seasons you get more of it. You know, and uh, especially in high humidity areas. But even in the winter, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, just a lot of moisture.
3: Especially here <laughs> in,
2: in the ground, not necessarily in the air. The air is dry, but you have this kind of dichotomy where you know, pl- plants and leaves rotting. You know, other and plant materials rotting. You know, forming mold spores, and then you get very dry air in the house that damages your mucous membranes, your mucous membranes. If you love, you know, in the winter you need to use a humidifier. That's critical indoors. Use a humidifier in the winter to get that air a little bit more moist, and you'll breathe a lot easier at night. But you need to take care of that thing because that can grow fungus too. Right. In it. So (laughs) now we're gonna. So we're we're just about done with the show. Just remember again. Go to shopqhi.com. Uh, on our website, shopqhi.com. Go to Package Specials, look up Clear Sinus Package. Also look up, uh, you know, call us at 903-939-2069 to ask us uh, questions about water, alkaline, nitrous and such. Get a copy of my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health. We did not have time to go into the stories behind allergies. But uh, try to attend April 25th, April 25th uh, Introduction, to recall healing you can call our office or you'll see it posted on our website
3: and we'll be back next week
2: that's right have a wonderful day have a wonderful week and weekend and i hope to uh, talk to you soon thank you
1: Central